0: This is a special college football playoff rankings release edition of the Matt Berry show here on the ESPN college football, YouTube channel, Paul Feinbaum here with me now. And Paul, when you look at these rankings and I want to go down them here, just the top six overall to make sure that we get it. Ohio state one, Georgia two, Michigan three, Florida state four. Those are your four Washington and Oregon five and six. Your overall first impressions of what the committee did. I think we
1: we've been conditioned to Ohio State being number one, so I'm I'm not really all that upset. I, I frankly think Georgia should be, but it, it, we're we're so early in Matt. I'm, I'm you know this is not a time to uh, to go Stephen A. Smith on on you, so uh, I just I, I'm not going to do that. I I think it's pretty accurate. I, I think Michigan. You know, many believe it should be higher, but I can't go that way uh, because of what we've seen so far, schedule wise. So I, I'm, I hate, I hate to agree with these these people because it's cliche. But I think, I think for the first outing, I'm okay.
0: Yeah, I kind of share the same sentiments. Ohio State again, we knew that was going to happen just based they've got the best resume to this point. I am surprised that both Georgia and Michigan got in just based on schedule. I would have had Georgia down probably at around three to four, um, just because, I mean, they've had a couple of good games at Kentucky and Florida. Overall, it hasn't been that impressive. To me, Michigan at three, I know they've been the most dominant team in the country, Paul, but their schedule is 111th in the country. Their strength of record is ninth. The only reason I I would have put them out of the first one, knowing that it's made for TV, it's going to handle itself with Penn State and Ohio State. And so I just wouldn't have set that precedent right away. The big surprise for me: not one Pac-12 team in the top four, five, and six—Washington, and Oregon, respectively—in a conference that I think we believe, outside of the SEC, top to bottom, you could argue is the best conference in the country.
1: Yeah, and again, you know, we're, we we haven't to the audience, we haven't had the—I don't—I don't know if it's the luxury. Uh, of listening to the committee chairman, uh, Opie. Maybe you have, Matt. I haven't, but uh, it's not going to matter because it's it's all fairly convoluted anyway. I think the other thing that sticks out, going a little bit deeper, is Texas over Oklahoma. I mean, I am not uh, an institutionalist where you have to if you beat the other guy, you you have to be ranked ahead of. him I, I just think there's too much. Uh, maybe on the final poll, that's a that that's the that's a good indicator. But I think it. Uh, on on Halloween night, I don't think that's a big deal. I mean, I I, I kind of go into this uh, telling myself, don't get upset, and, and so I'm uh, so th- that's a little bit of where I am. Uh, for, uh, probably fourteen, fifteen. I, I I I just blew blew nails out listening to some of the rationale, but but I, I think it's a it's a good it's a good template. It's it, it's a, it's, it's a baseline. And that's really for all, all the people out there who who think these people don't know what they're talking about. That's all this is.
0: Yeah. And I think the big thing that we learned about the committee and rankings one, because I, I do like reading tea leaves with how the committee might be looking at things. And for me, it's clear that I test was an important metric for them because of the Georgia and Michigan yeah. rankings. Uh, something interesting that stands out to me. I don't care about the Texas, Oklahoma thing. Oklahoma's lived dangerously two weeks in a row and they finally got got uh, but for me the interesting Intel let's go down to let's let's go down to 12. Mm-hmm. if you go down to 12 one through 12 every team in the top 12 minus Florida State plays one another in these top 12 rankings now the only actually take out Louisville my I misspoke there no that's right no no Louisville's 13th 12 is Missouri. So yeah, every team top 12 up faces each other, minus Florida State didn't play any of them.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's interesting too. Um I I think later on they start playing chess. I still think they're playing checkers to to use that cliche we both cringe at when yeah. we when we hear about coaching matches, but because I just don't think they're I don't think they have thought that far ahead I, th- I think you're that's really perceptive of you to to yank that out uh, so I mean what so what what where where does all this change I mean with 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 Michigan it's obvious with Ohio State it's obvious uh with Georgia it's not quite as obvious but Georgia. Uh, Help me out here, Matt. I mean, they got Missouri, which is right outside the top ten, and 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 they have Ole Miss, which is inside the top ten. So those are really big matchups for them. Tennessee uh, on the road. So I Thank think Georgia you. can work itself back into number one. Uh, not that it really matters. I think uh, I I mean, I heard somebody say that Kirby Smart's probably happy that they're not. I don't think. I don't think you're going to go into your locker room and, and browbeat this team saying you've been disrespected because you're number two, even though you've won the national championship two years in a row. I think, I think those players are smart enough to see through all that too.
0: I'll tell you, what I think was disrespected. I was stunned LSU was at 14. I don't look, they already beat Missouri. Missouri's ahead of them. I think they would beat Louisville. Louisville's ahead of them. The losses to Florida state and Ole miss. I probably would have slated LSU at 11 yeah. just behind old Miss. That was the one that stood out to me. I know they've got the two losses, but I still think LSU is a, a top 12 team.
1: Yeah. Well, well, you know, we, we, we sit around and say, man, Ohio state, uh, what a schedule. Well, you just laid it out. Uh, you know, Brian, Brian Kelly's got the schedule. When on top of that, you consider, you know, he's where he's, where he's going Saturday night. So yeah, LSU had been done, done none favor, no favors at all. Um, but yeah, I, I think you know. I think that's important for this reason, Matt, what you just got through saying. What if LSU beats Alabama and runs yeah. the table? Then we have a major conversation, and I think that will correct itself. I I, I love to say that uh, this committee said we're we're going we we don't want that because we don't want not, we don't want two lost teams here in the final year of the CFP. But but I, I think you know I mean where would LSU be next week if they beat Alabama? That that's that's something that I think next week becomes a big topic of conversation. We we have preempted uh, or or looked ahead, but but that to me is where next week is all about. If LSU wins this game,
0: I would say all things considered, a relatively calm first release for the college football playoff rankings. But already this week, you've got big ones, including eight versus fourteen. In 12 versus 2, all of this is to say chaos is coming. For Paul Feinbaum, I'm Matt Barry. Instant reaction to the first college football playoff rankings here on the ESPN College Football YouTube channel.